Hey, Martyr. Oh my God, hi. Listeners want to know, what's going on with your love life? Oh my God, don't get me started. These apps have me going crazy. I'm on there for hours, but I can't seem to find a date. Have you heard of Motto? Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with the bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish after catfish, and I feel like I'm always scrolling the grid. Well, on Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. I love that. Sounds like my kind of app. Get Motto today by going to the link in this episode's description or use invite code ZVOGS when signing up. That's ZVOGS when signing up. Ooh, I think I will. Motto, gay and queer hookups without the nonsense. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. flying Mm, hi kids hi it's a time in a place in a month in a year um (laughs) i'm artier fc teffer and this is (laughs) wigging out um and we have a special guest 2024 edition thank you caitlin (laughs) (laughs) that's all i can that's the only thing we know for sure 2024 (laughs) will we even guarantee that we don't know that's actually true (laughs) that's actually true um well anyways we have a very special guest today um it's literally our biggest fan (laughs) yay um and my service episode uh it's our fan (laughs) service episode and um my my drag niece yeah and, and also probably brooklyn's biggest rising star right now um, you could so even say breakthrough artist breakthrough artist well maybe when this episode comes out that might well, be i mean we could we could say it i don't know if it's true um it's anna horia this is the first time i've been talking i've been able to talk to you in like months I know. Yeah, I haven't seen you in Hot Minute either. I haven't seen you since like September. I know. That's kind of crazy, actually. That's crazy. You're busy bee. So are you. Yes. But (laughs) when I'm not, I'm like at home. I'm like, don't, no one come to me. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) No one talk to me. Same. Yeah. Well, yes. But yeah. Um, we're so thankful for you to come on our show. Yeah, you've literally asked me to be on the show, which is crazy. Uh- <laughs> I said, "When are you going to have me on the show?" Because I'm your biggest fan. And I said, "I guess I have to get good at drag so I can be on the winning." <laughs> <Yeah, literally podcast. laughs> so I, I think you're our like youngest performing guest. If that makes sense, that like, makes sense. You've been doing drag so the least ha- out of okay. anyone we've ever had. On. Spoiler: oh. Has it been a year? Not. No. Yes. No. Yeah. So yeah, usually, you... usually for my guests, I like I ask for two years. Like, but you've done <sighs> no, no, so no. much in less than a year. 
I, I, like, because like I wanted to be on this podcast. I said, yeah, I need to be good at drag. You're because... like, I gotta, I gotta like jumpstart this. Yes. <laughs> I said, how many things can I do? Can so I do two like, years oh, worth of drag? In, in, in less almost, than a year. Yeah, less than a year now. Yeah, exactly. Damn. What the fuck are you going to do next year? Shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess we'll have you on next year. Too. Do um, more so that I could be on it again. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe you're like doing drag in like dog years. You've actually had like a seven year career. In like in, in a this year. One year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, no, because you've done stuff that I haven't even done. I know. Like a decade. So like. (laughs) Anyway. They're only getting stronger. I know. You're getting weaker. When one supreme dies, the other one rises. Another one, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not that I was supreme in anything. Anyways, let's get into talking to Xana. Um, (laughs) Let's start the episode. (laughs) Let's start the episode. Um, Uh, So where are you from original? I'm from Mexico City. I kind of grew up traveling everywhere, but my family, everyone, we're all from Mexico City. Most of my family still lives there, so I go back for the holidays. Yeah. But I know you're also, like, you've lived in other places, too. So here's, like, the long story short. I was born in Florida because my parents wanted me to have a passport. Martina knows all about Florida. I don't because I left when I was, like, 10 months. But I got that passport. That was enough time for you. Yeah, I got that passport and left. (laughs) Yeah. Do you the know what part smart. of Florida? I don't remember. Boca. Boca. Oh, I love where Boca. the old people live. Boca's so nice. I love Boca. It's like calm and like it's like a retirement city. It, basically. But it's also like very, very wealthy people live there. Yeah. Yeah. Ariana Grande's from there. Yeah. She yeah. she actually I worked at a summer camp that of like the place she went to school at. Yeah. Um, yeah, the school has like a summer program. And then yeah. I know someone who is like her dentist or something. Martyr's giving me a look, but the listeners cannot see the the eyes she's giving me right now. <laughs> That's why I'm elaborating. But yes, <laughs> I was born in Florida and then moved back to Mexico for a few years. Yeah. Then my parents were going to have my brother. So they did the same thing. Gave oh, they're birth so to him. smart. Yeah. In like Atlanta, Georgia, where we lived for like maybe one year. Mm-hmm. And then back to Mexico and then to Argentina for here's the here's where I grew up. It's 10 years of Argentina. And then to France for like four years. And then I moved to New York City for school. So Oh. She went, yeah. boop, boop, boop. I did. Did you go to NYU? No, I went to Barnard. Oh, um, Barnard. That's a good school. Yeah. Much and then I ran that. for Columbia because like the historically women's college. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. how, how did you end up doing drag in New York? Um, I've always been into like body painting and makeup. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't know you could put that on a stage if that makes sense. So I would just yeah, like, take totally. pictures of it. And I'm like, very, very cam- like stage shy and camera shy. So I just never even thought that I would ever do that, get on mm-hmm. a stage. Um, And then funny, I was studying for finals um last year. This was last year, the year before last year. Yeah. 2022? 2021. Yeah. No, 2022. I was studying for finals. And then um, Dragula came up on my recommended. And I said, this is so silly. Let me watch it. Because <laughs> like the intro clip started playing. I was like, this is so camp. Like I have to watch this. And I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with drag at the time at all. Yeah. But then I was like, wait, 
this is what I want to do. This mm-hmm. is so cool. So I got really into Dragula. And then I started finding the scene kind of in the city. And I was like, no way, people are here. Um, and then I just started kind of going out like in paint. And then people are like, you should start, you should start. So that's kind of how we that bullied happened. them into doing that. Th- this was literally last January. Yeah. yeah. See, I feel like or this January, because it hasn't been a year. year. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about this a little <laughs> later, but I feel like you could totally compete in um, what the hell is the British makeup show? That British makeup show. There's glow up, glow, glow up. up. Yeah, I feel like because you have like amazing skills. Like I, I grew that. up watching Face Off. If you oh yeah, I love yeah. Face Off. I grew up watching that, and I was like, oh, I want to yeah. do that so bad. Do we have I, permission to use your Joker look in the promo? I would kill you if you did. <laughs> Um, you'd have to send it to I, there's also yeah. like four different joker looks because middle school me apparently was so into it i don't know <laughs> Vienna likes to send me old makeup photos from middle school and i'm assuming high school yeah <laughs> and middle and high favorite. school <laughs> um mm-hmm. i know are they good yeah, yeah no they're good for middle take... schooler <laughs> now i use cream-based paints but i used to take the mare on water-based like mm-hmm. pot and i would take a big 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 brush and just slather the paint onto my face like painting a wall like forget the beauty blender forget the cream base forget any of that yeah. i would just take this paintbrush and just paint my face white like a wall and then in january i discovered that's not how you do that <laughs> yeah well no one ever yes. told that you could if here, you wanted so. i won't tell you what to do i did it for years but you know <laughs> um xana's underselling themselves because their early work was very good too yeah i'm sure it was yeah. amazing <laughs> like, that wouldn't Uh-oh. shock me at all <laughs> a painted um, wall a painted wall but now you like no technique and like uh practices so like it just built upon itself so you like you like came out of the gate so. doing good makeup <laughs> i sure hope so <laughs> Baby, I still look like a brick, so you, you're doing better than me. Um, Who did not like that? That is Anna's dog, um, oh, I was known like... as the horror of Boo. Oh, yeah. Her name is Boo, and she's terrifying. Aww. She she's sounds scary. really large. I'll have you know she's a chihuahua mix, so she has <laughs> no business being this loud. Aww. Yeah. Um, She's wearing a cone of shame right now, but yeah, we love is. her dearly. Yeah. Um. We're going to talk about some of your influences for drag, but I wanted to ask some of your influences for face makeup because I know one of them, but um, where, how did you get involved in or how, what inspired you to start doing that? Um. Okay. So I'm a competitive person. I ran competitively in college and in seventh grade, there was a costume contest for Halloween and I said, oh, I'm going to win. Right. So I said, let me learn how to do like at home, very cheap special effects makeup so that I win this makeup contest at school. And I was like, let me do a scientist gone wrong look. So I just literally just like, did like half a lizard face, half like liquid latex, like weird stuff. Um, and then I just started finding a lot of YouTube channels. So like Made You Look by Lex is one of them on YouTube. Um, Goldie Starling, like all these kind of body painters slash special effects makeup artists. And then I realized I didn't have to wait to do that on Halloween and I could just do it whenever I wanted. So that's kind of <laughs> how I got into makeup. <laughs> yeah. And how old were you? I'm sure you were very young. 13. Oh, my God. 12, so last 12 week. or 13. So last, last week. week yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. actually. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's crazy. laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so from there, 
we're we're you're in New York drag now, um, January. <laughs> yes. What were your who were your drag influences besides Dragula? What were you seeing? What inspired you? Um, funny enough, I never really watched Drag Race, so like none of those girls except um I said who inspired you and you said not except that. <laughs> I'm gonna say Sasha Valor was a huge inspo for me also with like in makeup but also like in performing and trying to nail a, a drag face down I really looked at a bunch of her pictures mm. um and then when it came to like finding freedom like that I appreciate Zava's ability to like switch characters all the time so I was like maybe I don't need to stick to one thing um so yeah but it was and then of course there's Vander Von Odd who's very Mexicana and very alt and so just finding truly truly just the alt girls that um kind of break away from like the traditional wig or things like that because I'm like I'm not someone that wears a lot of wigs so knowing that that's okay based on other successful people makes me feel good but yeah you might not wear wigs but you're doing stuff to your head yeah it's not like i do have things on my head yeah Yeah. it's not like you're just like no there's wearing real hair there's brains there's a bunch of stuff that goes on my head yeah yeah you are the joey j of brooklyn well now joey j wears wigs so yes um (laughs) i think wigs much like eyebrows are for pretty people yeah Okay. Are you complimenting yourself? Yeah, I'm like, no, because I don't wear it. Either, <laughs> I'm like, is this an insult? I'm gorgeous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's the cool aunt. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. No, I'm the drunk aunt. <laughs> Accurate. Um. So, how did you get your drag name? So I, Zanahoria means it's it's actually just zanahoria, which means carrot in Spanish. I just like to spell it fun. Um. So I only not only eight carrots but basically only eight carrots for like this period of time in my life where still I was do. like <laughs> yeah, I still really do I eat lots and lots and lots of carrots now but I also eat other foods which is such mm-hmm. an improvement but it was a pretty difficult time in my life where I wasn't eating enough and for some reason I just my safe food was were carrots so I ate so much of them that my hands and like the tip of my nose and my skin just turned orange yeah I was gonna say did you turn orange I did I did I turned orange um I was running for Columbia at the time and I was not medically cleared to run because they were just concerned with my health at the time Mm -hmm. that I was a little too tiny to run safely and only eating carrots and they were like you are orange um (laughs) so it was definitely a difficult time but I think it's funny now that I ate so many carrots I turned orange so now I just kind of make fun of it and then it's just you know, a plan words. I I knew I wanted something in Spanish, but mm. I also wanted it to be like a cunty name in English if they don't speak yeah, Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good um, you know, yeah, happy medium. I really want you to do either a photo shoot or a number as a carrot. That would be so good. That I feel so like good. That would like be I I'd, I'd at least tip you a dollar if you eat a carrot on stage. I no, think. not eat a carrot, like be the carrot. Why yeah. not both? I could Cannibalism. Oh, cannibalism. Cannibalism. Mm-hmm. That sounds Ooh. right in my, my drag alley. Uh, spooky carrot number. Spooky carrot yeah. number. I'm into yeah. it. I'm I would into watch it. the hell out of that. I love that Columbia said, get that fucking oompa loompa off this. Yeah, they said, they said, you're not, you don't have anything to do with us unless you get your shit together. I said, okay. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess listeners, it works. Um, yeah. I'm very, I bully Xana because I love Xana. Xana knows my bullying comes from, you should see the DM she sends me. <laughs> 
I know you deserve it. So. I get meaner and meaner, but it's only because I have more love to give. So mm-hmm. <laughs> a year ago, Zana would be like, "Oh, I'm that I'm not so good no more. I'm not. I don't know." And then I'll I'll send like Zana, I miss you. And she'd be like, "Why well, I don't miss you, fucker?" <laughs> not true. <laughs> That's a full lie. I know. <laughs> um, it, it it'll just be like Zana, I like your wig, and she'll be like. And I hate little, yours. I hate yours, you little <laughs> fucking grill. <laughs> um, if you don't know that reference, it's um, I believe a TikTok. Um, yes. And a girl's like, my dad just got a new grill, and she got dad, a really big grill. Big grill. <laughs> and then and, she like walks over to her dad, and it's a teeny tiny little grill. And the, the dad's like mean, being like, "Go away!" And then the little girl goes, the "Little fucking grill." <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because she's like four. So yeah, we just explained it to her. Time to you. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. I have, I I'm screaming. <laughs> um, how invigorating. Um, <laughs> uh, cut, so you you have been doing drag for that long, but how did you develop your fashion and performance style so quickly? Fashion is so questionable for me. So thank you for the compliment. Truly, that should go. To I my, mean, I um... feel like you're you're pretty like you know. <laughs> Well, and now you, it's all thanks to my yeah. current roommate. Their name is Carlos. Um, their fashion brand is Renacio Reyes. Um, they are absolutely incredible. They actually found me on TikTok because um, the way I started practicing my makeup was I made myself do a whole new look, like a whole new face every day of like leading up to Christmas last year so that I could practice the creams, my eyes, and like so that I had some grasp of what my drag face would look like by doing it literally every single day for 25 days straight. Um, and then I started performing. So they, anyway, they found me on TikTok and they said, your vibe is really cool. Um, I want to make something for you. And then they were like, what do you usually wear? And I said, I don't know. I've been doing drag for two months. So help me. Um, so now the way it works is I literally just give them a concept of what I'm thinking to perform. And they said, got it. And then they'll just make me something and I'll fully trust them with it. So like most of what I wear, if it's not my ruffle shirts from Amazon um, and my Selena pants and a black belt, it's something that Carlos made or that I'm borrowing from them. Um, So fashion is really hard for me because I usually use clothes to hide and cover up. But with drag, it's kind of forcing me to like find clothes that I think I look fine in leaving the house, if that makes sense. No, totally. But truly the first thing that comes to mind for me is like, I pick a song that I that kind of speaks to me and the concept comes after that and then the face comes and then the very last thing is what I wear. So mm. developing that has been interesting with me trying to force myself to maybe come up with an outfit first and then a number or something like that. I don't know if that made sense, but No, it does. Yeah. yeah. I I think it it moves with the process. It like yeah. depends on like what you're feeling. So like when I first started my drag, it was mostly like my makeup or like my special effects. Cause a lot of my drag happens when I make my prosthetics mm-hmm. and most of the performance for me happens like the night before, or like the week before when I'm building whatever prosthetic I use. Um, but now I'm, now that I've been in drag for a little under a year, I put more focus into other things like my outfits and things like that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of prosthetics, cause you're kind of known for that now you are the Ooh. performer you are you you are honestly um it recently some of your prosthetics have been on the worldwide stage because um 
a certain Dragula contestant wore something that you made them. Oh shit! Yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't um, even know this. So much. Yes. Um, Jay Jay won um, with their exposed brain on um, an episode of Dragula oh, that sure. Zana made, um, and it was really cool to see um, both my friends having good things on TV. Um, I was so excited about that when they reached out. I was like, and yes, anything. I will. I will absolutely do that. <laughs> um, where did the because you do a lot of like gore you mix like beauty and gore together where did that like concept come from or like especially like I feel like you're really known for your brain so like where did like the idea of like an exposed brain come from so I actually I'm the okay so let me start here I'm a very heavy Mad Mondays stan and will always love Mad Mondays I was there every single week for like three months when Mm -hmm. I first started drag um, and I still go every so often. I always go to spectate. It's like my home base. And so blue and boyish made make it so easy for people to start drag. So like my best memory ever was my first night and it was at Mad Mondays. Anyway, so the brain, it was a Monday and I was having the hardest time. I was having such a hard time. Like I think I just finished a competition and like it, it kind of drained me. And I just felt like the any confidence I'd kind of built was just kind of washed away. So I was really struggling with my drag and I was like, do I even want to do this? Like I'm two months in something like that. And I was just having such a hard time. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to scream. I'm going to rip my hair off. Like that was the kind of day Mm. I was having. It was that morning. And I said, rip my hair off. And then that's quite literally how I came up with like the brain. Cause a lot of my gore is just how I feel, (laughs) which is just like, I mean, that's real. Really? Yeah. Truly like whatever way I'm feeling, or if I'm feeling something very intense, I try to like make art out of that so that's why a lot of my art is like visceral and gory and it's just like the only way I can get things out so then that day I said how do we do this I had a bald cap lying around so I put that on like my wig stand and then I started kind of playing with liquid latex and cotton pads and built this brain onto this bald cap and I said let me do this tonight um and I had a song I was listening to all that day and it just kind of came together literally that day and it was received like so well received that I was like, I can do this over and over. So I just kind of started coming up with different concepts around that one prosthetic. So like the way some queens might have like a dip they do or like a jump split they're known for. I can't do that. So my thing is like my brain or like my exposed heart or like things like that that are kind of like my, not dance staple, but I guess my performance staple. Mm. Yeah. So when are you going to do a dip though? To, what are you <laughs> you know what i'm actually taking a be, intro to voguing class with cinderella tomorrow so oh, I so zinahoria dancing diva coming 2024 2024 yeah <laughs> honestly yeah you could you could get all three titles if you if you learn how to dance like that and do the gore and the beauty dragula drag race i do it and my head a therapist I got one since we last spoke. So there we ah, go. okay, good. I love, <laughs> I love hearing that actually. Um, Caitlin, cut that out. Uh, <laughs> unless you want people to know about your mental health journey. Yes, um, get therapy. It's really good for you. I agree. Then I'll keep it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, you, little one, with less of a year of... Um, I want to say something like I think this is like the least amount of time anyone has ever been nominated for this. I agree. (laughs) Um, As far as I'm aware of. (laughs) Yes. 
you were glam nominated for breakthrough artists this year well deserved oh, um, it's crazy to me how does it feel what do you, what are your what are your emotions tell us all about breaking through crazy 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 because i like you i remember you texted me last year like i'm going to the glam awards i was like i like i didn't go i didn't know what they were like so I it didn't even cross my mind that I could possibly be nominated for anything. It also just never crosses my mind that I could win anything. Like all of the accomplishments that I have been so grateful to receive this year are so unexpected for me because truly I just really like making things. Um, I'm learning to enjoy performing. I like making myself uncomfortable by like going up on stage and like pushing myself to do those things. So if doing that give like makes good things come my way like this, I'm just so grateful and shocked like I think being grateful and shocked is like the two main things that I felt because I also didn't understand like how campaigning or anything like that I know you didn't campaign so well it sounds so (laughs) shitty of me to be like uh, but I I I voted I was like I didn't know but like I truly 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 just didn't know because Mm -hmm. the thought of being like oh like give me this or do this like I just I can't wrap my brain around that for myself, I guess, because I just need to work on my confidence a little bit. So getting the nomination was just crazy. And alongside that group, I was like, I remember I went through a phase where like before I started drag, this was like in the fall when I was just spectating, I made little baseball cards of drag queens. um, And like the background was glitter. And like, it was just like a drawing of them. And I made one of like Lana Jaray and Julie J. And I made one of like, just like, I had these little cards. And so now to be Glam Award nominated next to the people that I made little cards of is so crazy. Cause I was like, let me be a drag stan and like bring them their little baseball cards to gigs. But now we're just kind of sharing a platform. So that's also gaggy to me. Now you get a card. That's, I need to make myself a baseball card. Yes. You better. (laughs) The funny thing to me about that category is that a lot of times um, the people who are nominated have been in this scene for a very long time. It's kind of like the breakthrough. what is it grammy award like the actual grammys Uh, sometimes people get nominated after like five years of like being in the scene so it's it's crazy like it was so soon yeah i i I, there's been discourse about it online recently about like a lot people not understanding what it means but like um i i truly do think that you fit like the criteria of a breakthrough artist because like the year you've had the shit we're gonna get into it in our our next spot yeah the next, next category Zana, I'm not even joking. I don't know anybody that like can even compare. No, within the same like the first year, I I don't think I can't think of anyone that can compare in that regard. Uh, I know you're cringy, and with that part, we'll be right back, kids. We're gonna take our first little break, and we're gonna talk about all the shit that Zana did. Mm. By the time this episode is out, everyone will know if you have won or not. Oh no! We'll be right back. Bye. Bye. Wait, did you just say wait? Wig, okay. I know, wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I am ready for my wig to go flying. See, they know to my fucking show. 
And we're back. <laughs> Keep it all that. <laughs> you come to my fucking show. <laughs> Now that I'm editing, like... Oops. I know, Caitlin's gonna keep all my cringy oh, things. And I'll yeah. say it again. I know Martina's exact <laughs> coffee. I'm not gonna say order, recipe. It's more of a concoction. It's not hot coffee. It's like room It's iced, but then you just chug it. Yeah, my, do chug it. It's like a giant jar. It's not a mason jar. It's like one of those that's like double the size. It's a mason jar. Let me see it. It's a that's, huge one. That's though. a big mason It's like three and a half cups. Holy <laughs> shit. Three and a half cups of... Anyway. <laughs> that you chug in like two minutes. <laughs> well, yes. Anyways, you little shit. Uh, <laughs> it's going swimmingly. Are you sure you wanted to be on the show? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, well, back to me because it relates to the next question. Yeah. Um, as someone who was has telling me, some of your art tattooed on me, you are one of the most in demand artists in the Brooklyn community, uh-huh. uh, tattoo artists. <laughs> I don't know anybody that like in the scene that doesn't have a tattoo by you, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Uh, <laughs> but that's true. How Uh-oh. you're you're so young. You're so. How did tattooing start? Yeah, you already are doing so many other things. Yeah, like, like how where did, did where did tattoos come into the mix? Oh, um. <laughs> so, well, originally I kind of wanted it as like a plan B, as in like with school. I was like, I went into college being like. I'm either going to be an entomologist or a doctor. So I was like, I want to study bodies, but I don't know if it's going to be insect bodies or human bodies. Turns out I graduated with a film studies major instead. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, wait, just kidding. I actually like making and watching movies. So let's do that instead. Um, but I did do, um, I, I really always like drawing despite what I liked studying. So I said, well, how can I, I was always in, into like Ink Master and things like that also. Um, and I just had like grew a lot of respect for that art form. So I got an apprenticeship in Hell's Kitchen. This was like when I was still in school. Um, the shop was very interesting. And I left after three months because it just was not a good like apprenticeship situation. Yeah. Um, and then I decided to just get my license by myself and then continue to teach myself kind of through that. Um, and obviously, once I started working as a tattoo artist at, as a shop, I learned a lot more. And you just learn a lot through tattooing. Like if you're safe and after you're licensed and you know all about how to be clean and sanitary um, and you know the base technique, then developing a style and art form comes naturally um, the more you tattoo. So then I got into tattooing at bars because I was like, this could be a very great vendor situation and people Mm. love a theme. Mm -hmm. So I started tattooing at Night of a Thousands. um, And my first one was like the Rihanna Super Bowl one. So a lot of people were getting like Rihanna tattoos and then I started realizing that, oh, people were looking forward to, I guess, my like themed flash and would ask me if I was going to any other event. So then it just kind of picked up really quickly. Yeah. What's the longest tattoo you've ever done? Um, It was actually a cluster of tattoos on Megami. Um, also, my auntie, she came over one day and she said, we're just going to I'm just going to lay down. She she like lathered her entire body in numbing cream. And she showed up like a saran wrap mummy and was like, okay, let's just do this whole day. So I literally laid her down on my tattoo bed at my apartment and we just went for like hours. It might've been like six hours of just like- What'd you tattoo? Two chest tattoos, two stomach tattoos, a touch up on her wrist, another one on her arm. She was like, I need to be tatted before the TV. I said, I got you. So like we we went ham on her for like six hours. Holy shit. Um, but like I do, the longest tattoo I've ever done is probably like maybe 
a two session tattoo on Renacio. They got a very intricate, tiny, like micro realism, but also like, you know, palm sized tattoo that took two sittings. Yeah. Yeah. The one of the profile. It's like a witch with like a banner and a quote and like a lot of little motifs in there. It's a memorial piece. So there was a lot that Uh, went into it. Um, And that took two sittings and each sitting took like four hours or something. Oh, that's not bad, though. It's not too long, but it's also just like the pain of going in and in and in. Yeah, of course. course. Um, So we just let it heal a little bit. And they came back like two weeks later for me to finish it. Um, Usually for events, though, I'll sit there for like hours on end and take a break. So that's kind of it's many tattoos, but it's just a very, very long time. (laughs) You're a little workhorse when you do them. But like that. Yes. (laughs) Like a crazy person. Yes. You also donate your time. Yeah. Yes. And um, so a lot of charity events have gotten tattoos and all the proceeds have gone to charity. Yes. Including um, how much did you raise? I think it's year? over $5,000 total Jesus with like Christ. different uh, yeah. different tattoo events. Yay. <laughs> I was going to say, do you consider tattooing your full-time position? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm actually looking into... um like advertising stuff also right now just to like you know make because I need it (laughs) Um, but yeah for tattooing it's very it's it's it does really really well but it's also a little inconsistent there's like a off season and there's like Mm. you know just people just don't want tattoos or they've already gotten tattoos and Mm -hmm. they have no reason to come back until they want another you know what I mean so um yeah I'd say so for right now um but I'm looking into other things as well I have a couple tattoo questions. It's not a mail line. I just, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. tattoos. I have yeah. zero yes, tattoos. Anything. But I like, Ink Pastor is like one of my favorite shows. Um, one, yes. how do you keep your hands so steady? Okay. So you, I, I sometimes hold my breath, which is so, I mean, some people wow. do that, but sometimes I hold my breath when I'm like doing a line. Yeah. And then another thing is something that I didn't realize until later, but that should be taught, I think, at apprenticeships or like by a mentor is you have to be comfortable and the person has to be positioned so that you're comfortable, if that makes Mm. sense. So like if there is one line that is a little awkward with how you're sitting, either you need to move or you need to move the person. That's why a lot of the tattoo chairs that people sit on, um, like that artists sit on are like have wheels so that you can move around. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I try to keep my hands steady by like making 100% sure that I am comfortable in the position I'm in to do the line that I'm about to do um yeah um what is your favorite style of tattooing Ooh, I really like etching like line work and etching I really like that I also like micro realism so I do both of those things um yeah I would show you but it's a podcast but basically yeah. <laughs> like the like the old like um I guess if you think back to like calligraphy mm-hmm. and like the diagrams from old textbooks yeah that kind of style um yeah. Like um Actually, like Da Vinci, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. those kinds of like etchings. Yeah. yeah. Um funny you mentioned Ink Master because I worked with someone on the show that they were my coworker and they actually were like, You are so anxious. I can see you vibrating. Like I can oh. see you shaking. Mm-hmm. And so this guy, he was so funny. If you know Mystical Mike from Ink Master. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My coworker. Um <laughs> so always means well, always means well. Um, but he was like, I know you are so nervous because 
our boss would like watch me uh, watch me tattoo and like be uh, really on top of me but anyway mystical mike would be like let's go downstairs and do some tai chi warm-ups so that you relax and so mystical mike would make me take a million deep breaths and then he'd be like okay let's go back up there and then we'd go back up there and i'd tackle the tattoo like so it was actually helpful but yeah no that's <laughs> so, lines, my dad's breathing my, yeah no my dad's super into tai chi i never thought of like that crossing over with yeah he like would walk me through it like every single day when I'd go into work he's like I can tell you're anxious and I was like well yes <laughs> well yes I have one more tattoo question what is your least favorite style of tattoo oh um I don't like watercolor tattoos or I know like, they don't last that long yeah they just start looking kind of like a rash after a little bit if yeah get, like, like it'll like bleed kinda, out like, right yeah yeah and like I don't like don't galaxy legs, stuff yeah, Martyr has a, some. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Martyr has very, very beautiful tattoos. The color Thank one you. is very, very beautiful. For now. For now, Thank yeah. Um, what the fuck is that supposed to be? The galaxy It's going to change over time. <laughs> I hate a galaxy tattoo. I know um, a lot of tattoo artists hate those. Yeah, I'm not into the whole like lion taking up the entire peck thing oh. either. Like, <laughs> those. Yeah, so it's not really a style, but I guess style, I'd say, like, why? I know exactly what you mean, though. Yeah. Well, my next tattoo was actually going to be, like, the forest around my wrist that goes up my forearm. A Brooklyn hipster. The worst thing for me is, like, the entire, like, everything's just, like, shaded black. Oh, the black, the blackout tattoos? Yeah, blackout tattoos. I don't understand. See, when people Mm -hmm. do it in, like, a pattern that looks good from far away... Like I can appreciate also the person that cuts my hair, um, his name is Vinny. He has like a bunch of like it looks like marker all over his body and it looks kind of cool. It looks I guess if cool. it's done right. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. But I feel like yeah. a lot of people just get lazy tattoos. Also that look cool, I guess. Yeah. Also that. Oh, yes. How many tattoos do you have? I have eight now. Not you, Martyr. Um, <laughs> are you my guest? <laughs> no. Well, I don't well, I, just, I was the last one. one to speak, so sorry. You're good. Xana, how many Seven. tattoos do you have? Eight, nine, ten, ten or 11? Oh, 11. like I feel like that's not a lot because I know with like tattooing and like apprenticeships, like they make you like yes, they make you tattoo yourself. Yeah, I have eleven, and I did most of them myself. I did yeah. Like, I'd say the only ones that I got are four of those are ones wow. that I've gotten. Wow. So most of them I did on myself, um, either for practice or just because someone canceled on me. And I was like, I really like this design and I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I also try to do a lot of like scar cover ups. So to try that out, I did it on myself to see like how like the difference between a burn scar and like a cut scar would heal. So like that people are like, do you do scars? I'm like, well, yes, I am actually well versed in how to cover those up or that's or a- or decorate them. That's really to hard to do. Up. But yeah, I like to think of tattoos over scars like a little kiss or like a little bandaid like yeah have you ever done um like a regular cover-up too because I know that's really difficult no but I have a few that are scheduled um so that I'm really excited about because it's all all about like incorporating the existing tattoo into the new image I actually just got a tattoo it's a little water bottle the viewers can't really see it but it's my training water bottle that I use um, that's a big tattoo that is not a little tattoo it's well, my arm is also just little, but like yeah, you're yeah, you're this small. jalapeno is like this big, and so this water bottle is like that big. But um, it's <laughs> <laughs> so cute, right? Yeah, you had someone do that for you. Yes, the, yes. Because okay. I don't even know how you would do that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure there's a way. I've done this little jalapeno. That one's mine. I did that. Wow, one. A little etching. Little how? Guy. Like, how do you like keep your arm like steady like that? 
so the arm was actually fine with tattooing a lot of it that people don't realize is you have to stretch the skin out so one hand is holding the machine the other hand is like really really stretching the skin to tighten it as much as possible so tightening my own arm was really difficult and I had to do it like with my arm itself I don't know yeah (laughs) it was horrible it was (laughs) And that's our tattooing segment. That's our tattooing <laughs> segment. We, I never get to talk to tattoo artists, so. Jana <laughs> has done two of my tattoos. Um, one's Which a ones flash. do you have? Yeah. One's a flash. It's the little lamb. That I need that to finish. I, I, I don't even see it. They want the hand. eyes red and a red cross behind it. It's yes, currently just a cute little lamb without a Oh, you got that done recently, right? Yeah, Ginger. Was it at Ginger's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I see you get it done? I don't remember. I don't know. That was um, and then I also have um, near my, it's on my like bicep, closing up to my armpit. I can't really get it. Um, you can kind of see it. Um, I have three ants uh, crawling. She's auntie. Because I'm auntie. Oh my God. <laughs> She's my drag aunt. Ants. <laughs> I mean, that was not I- my joke. It was. <laughs> I really did ask. I said, "I know this is so stupid, but," and they said yes, and I was like, "Yes." I I, I can't see Mark here saying no to that. Yeah, cute. It's, it's, it's three. I don't. I feel and like so they know like, I love them. It's supposed Aww. to be like you, Meljo, and I feel like another person, but I don't remember the first. Is it not you? Is this supposed to be me? Maybe, maybe it's me. Okay, that makes more sense. I like how that neither of you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I probably remember last me. night. Like, let's be real. Um, well, speaking about your water bottle tattoo. Yes. I'm going out of order, Caitlin. Oh, okay. Um, Great. I was going to mention it, but I wasn't sure if there was an order. So I was like, mm. yeah. It's um, you are a notorious runner. You ran for Columbia. Yes. Um, you also just ran a marathon. <laughs> and... On October eighth, you won best non-binary. Yeah, oh runner. I, I keep making. Fun yeah, of explain this. to me about that. So silly. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay. So actually, it's really good that New York Roadrunners has a non-binary division. Um. Which is just so good because I spent four years running for a women's team, and that mm-hmm. was so dysphoric for me, which I didn't realize, but it just. It just was. And so just that New York Roadrunners has a non-binary division is really, really cool. Um, So I ran the Staten Island half and then like the Dash to the Finish 5K. And I won both of those um, for non-binary. And I got like fourth place overall for women. And it was like 4,000 women in that race. Um, Oh, wow. So like I do appreciate the non-binary title. But like for performance wise, just because there's more women, I also appreciate the like fourth place for women. You know what I mean? So it's like. And how many people were in that? The Island, there's like 4,000 women. That's in insane. Um, and you were fourth? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Damn, I'm not going to run after you. I also did the <laughs> stupid thing because like, see, to, to show you how little confidence I have, I saw the tape at the finish line that said like non-binary first place. I tr- yeah. I saw the tape and I yeah. ran around it because I thought there's no way I won. Like uh... I fully just ran around it. And they were like, why would you do that? And I was like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just thought like, I, there's no way I won. <laughs> Well, um, how many people were in that category? See, there's only like 50 people in the category. Oh, I so see. like it wasn't um It's that's it seems a little like confusing as you're running though. It, yeah. Like to keep all that information. Yeah, so I was just like, "Oop, I ran around it." But yeah, I did run the Sacramento, the California International Marathon. Oh um, shit. Yeah, and so that was lots of fun. Would you ever um run the New York City Marathon? Yeah, I actually want to run that one next year. Oh wow. Yeah, I want to run that one next year. I'd like to win non-binary for that one too. 
Oh, they have that category. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. California was my first marathon. I actually went pretty good. I was three minutes away from qualifying for the Olympic trials. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> but three minutes, it's like day late dollar short. But we'll try for 2028, considering the Olympics are this year. Well, the, the yeah, the trials well, they are, they? are this year. And then, uh, or like 2024, I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I need another four years. <laughs> so fast. It was lots mm-hmm. of fun. I felt really going, good. You're going to Tallahassee soon? I was, but then I just oh. didn't end up going to that. It was like um, like the Nationals cross-country ah, club gotcha. race. But okay. I was, my body was kind of wrecked after that marathon, which I didn't expect. I mean, I expected it a little bit, but I was like, mm-hmm. what are all these weird, like, new sores I have? Like, sorenesses. No, Not sores, sorenesses. Like, sores. Like, muscle sorenesses. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sores. Sores. No. No. Okay. <laughs> We've um from best non-binary. I still think that's like a such a funny title it's for so a black. Silly, but, but I do like, really appreciate it. Yes, it is so <laughs> silly. I just um I always make fun of you because it's just best non-binary on October eighth specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, besides the point. Um, from your athletic and tattoo achievements, we're going into your drag achievements because you've had so many oh, this year. So um, many. So many. I don't even know where to start um start from um, where i started <laughs> fine um a list y- you are our current reigning mixed art star oh um, yeah. how is it competing and winning untitled Arkira first competition know about this uh, fuck off <laughs> <laughs> this was well i competed um i was in your number before i actually competed you myself. were oh i forgot about that <laughs> i was baby Matier. <laughs> Yeah. Can we talk about Baby. what Lucy Balls said? Baby. Um, please. I, me and Daniela talk about that all the time where um, whenever we see something little. Okay, so for context, I was Martyr's double for their performance for Art Star for the photography portion. Yeah. Um, and I'm just little. It, I wasn't supposed to be little. a mini Martyr. Like, I was just supposed to be a double. Um <laughs> But then I'm there looking like a little martyr and Lucy yeah. Balls comes downstairs and goes, oh, a baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so now every time we see something little, we go, a baby. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, competing, honestly, honestly, like truly, truly the best competition experience I've ever had. Because um, she she casts very, very well. Um Truly, because she can. So, like, she just gives a platform to a lot of people that deserve this platform. Um, and she does, like, this thing where she sends you a message with, like, everything you need to know, like, well in advance, like, a month in advance. She gives you enough time to prepare, but with that comes, like, the higher expectations. Um, so she can't expect that much because she gives you, like, a month to prepare, like, the lip sync and things like that. Um, her critiques are always, like, they always make a lot of sense. They're always very thoughtful. And same with like the judges that she invites. So truly, truly a wonderful experience. The room was always packed. The energy was crazy. And it's just like truly for real a space for the weird art kids that maybe aren't as comfortable performing or maybe are and like get just a little bit of like, you know, the it's not just a twirling competition, if that makes sense, which I also very appreciate. But there are plenty of those and not enough. I want to say like art competitions. What was your category for the first round? Uh, drawing. Oh, drawing. Yeah. Because I only went to Martyr's um, one because it's at Common. Everybody was just so far away from me. So, like, I don't know how, like, 
all the other ones went like yeah um so I I did drawing I also really wanted to do audio video um but there's honestly just a theme that you can interpret however you want Mm -hmm. um and I knew that I could incorporate audio video anyway like despite the category being drawing so and I drawing is my first love I love drawing so much so I'm glad I got to do that and not to put you on blast (laughs) this is an inside scoop this one wanted to quit both times in the competition and they still won I truly did text Martyr it's I call her Stephanie um so it's really hard to say Martyr (laughs) um anyway it I I did text her like I was truly I was in the middle of a run and I was going through it and I said I don't think I can do this competition like I really don't think I can do this competition and then I won the first round and then for the second round I was like I don't think I can do it I don't think I can do it I don't think I can do it like I'm just happy to be here there's no way that anything is going to come out of this other than me just like having this opportunity like truly um yeah they can tell you I was like panicking I was like I I can't do this But you did. You I did. did. You dumb yeah. bitch. There is a reaction video when Untitled announced me as the winner, and I look like I was pranked. Like I look, like my reaction to the winning was like, okay, now where's the like, haha, you got me. Jeez. Like I looked oh. defeated and like <laughs> prank guys. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if she was like Xanahoria? Actually, just just kidding, just kidding. That's fully how my body reacted. Like, one is the way my body looked. Um, I knew as soon as the top two lip sync started, I was like, she got it. Oh my god! No doubt funny, about it. funny thing about that is that um, that outfit where like the the ribbon kind of came out of the heart mm-hmm. out of the shirt. Um, my roommate made that in the car on the way there when I was like, let's do this. Um, yeah, but that number. I also was just very stressed about the finale because as I talked about in my number, I was, I had just gone through a relapse and withdrawal. So I didn't have energy to put like anything other than my recovery into anything. So with that, I said, let me just do a number about this because it's the one thing that I'm currently going through. And it's the only thing I can think about. It's like the only thing on my mind. So it, that's why I ended up, I guess, going well, is because it was something that was so close to my heart, I guess. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. My little art star. <laughs> um, there isn't, this isn't on Caitlin's list, but I think we should still bring it yeah, up. Yeah, feel free. Because um, it is important and, and related. Um, this one live modeled at the fucking Whitney. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it kind of belongs on the list because. Yeah. <laughs> other stuff um like from art i mean it came out before art star but um from art star to a fucking museum like how did that piece of art um do you want to do it again did you like i'd love to it was crazy they literally just someone sent me a dm and they were like i work at the whitney and we would love to have you for a pride to like do a number and I was like, this has to be fake. Like, there's no way this has to be fake. Um, and they're like, send me your email. I said, all right. So I send my email. And I get the email from like the Whitney Museum. And I said, oh, this is real. This is for real, for real. This is really cool. <laughs> so no, that was that was really, really cool. What did um, that entail? It entailed just doing a number. And then it was like for the Whitney Museum, like members. And then you could also buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did a number and then just like held poses for people to draw, which was really cool. 
that was cool um yeah no it was it was so gaggy that I got to do that because I was also pretty I think that was a little bit earlier on too so I was just very like what the heck there's no way right you're probably like what five months into drag yeah yeah so that's why I was like there's My no way baby. like the Whitney wants me for their pride event like what no <laughs> I remember um I think it was after Art Star. Untitled was this like, because I think my round was in Pride. It was like June. Oh yeah. Um, and so, Untitled was just like, I can't wait for your round. If you're still, uh, if you're not famous enough for it yet. Oh my god. Because because like everyone knew like you were like you were destined for like big things. So like. No, she was just like, I have so much respect for her, and also her. like what she built with art star truly yeah. truly is going to go so far because yeah. like now people are excited for it and it's like it's not too many like weeks long and it's no. enough for people to be like I can't wait for the next one mm -hmm. the room is always packed and she's always like I did tell her I was like I'm really nervous or like I would express to her like I don't know if I can do this or like you know little things like that and she would always just be so comforting and so sweet which is why like I didn't I did hesitate but not I didn't like quit when I was going to do that relapse number that mm -hmm. I did for the finale because I knew that that was the absolute space to do it in and I yeah. knew that only good would come out of doing that number um because of yeah. her and because of how she carried such a welcoming space too you know you have to judge next year right that's so spooky <laughs> that's so spooky <laughs> I don't have any I don't I don't have the the what do you call it right to judge anyone <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my ear. I'll, we'll do earpieces and I'll do it for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Only Judy can judge me. <laughs> Only Judy can judge me too. <laughs> you bottled at the Whitney and then you also ended up walking for New York Fashion Week and Paris Fashion Week. Yes. What was that like? Also so insane. Also so insane. Um, Yeah. It was a beautiful piece, like a garment. It was a three piece garment. Um, and so Carlos and I came up with that together, kind of um, take, taking into account my drag and specifically like the heart prosthetic that I do. Um, and so that's why the chest is like a little bit more exposed to give that heart space. Um, and it's like a heartbreak dress because the fashion show itself was a show about grief. Um, and it's about their um, partner that committed suicide about a year ago. Um, and so that's the collection was called the boat to oblivion. So I was the heartbreak dress. And so it starts off as a beautiful white flower that then the pieces kind of come off little by little, and then reveals that spooky heart underneath that I made for it. Um, and then I squeeze the heart and it stains the front of the dress red. So it's a white dress and then it ends up stained. Um, it's so the dress itself has a performance aspect to it to become the full piece. Um, so we came up with that idea together and it took months to make that dress. Um, and so it was finally ready for that collection. And then I got to open with kind of a little number. So for the runway, I opened with like a minute long little performance and then the collection started after that. So oh. it was super fun. So beautiful in a cathedral. Um, wow. We had a couple other drag performers too, which was so cool. Um, yeah, it was incredible. I'm literally so grateful that they believed in me because I was only two months into drag at that point too so but that the concept was there and then everything came together so well 
And so now we're kind of like a dynamic duo in our apartment. Um, I was going to say, now you've been together. All the so, time. Yeah. yeah, it's really perfect. <laughs> well, now you could do it like every... Which reminds me, I need like, to fashion get something commissioned. Yes, you um... should. They also did my art star look for the um, finale. So like the clown like cape with like a heart under it that like opens and all the pills came out of. So I told them like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just know that I need something that has pills coming out of everywhere. Um, and they said, okay, noted. And then they made that beautiful piece. So, yeah. That's so cool. I love that yeah. my friends are talented. <laughs> Same. You. 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 Me. Yes. Me. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I love that I have a friend that humbles me and one that congratulates me. <laughs> I can do both. Listen, Caitlin, in my old age, I need someone <laughs> that feeds my delusion. <laughs> The Lulu is the Salulu. <laughs> so you did a lot of performing this year. One of them being oh, yeah. Switch and Play, who we yeah. love. Sorry for the listeners that are wearing headphones. <laughs> I know I've squealed a few times now. What when was Switch and Play? Um, it was like their Halloween. Month. Oh, that's like one of their cover. big like Yeah. I know. What was the theme for that? It was cursed. Um huh. so just general kind of general spooks i feel like they're kind of mainly veteran performers so what was it like being like the new kid in there so crazy and they were all like we've had you like we were considering you for months and i was like there's no way i was (laughs) again one of those things where i was like pinch me is this real because i'm just a huge switch and play fan and then i have so much respect for miss malice also so to even be like looked at by them by switch and play was just crazy and then to be a special guest with julie was also really crazy and now by the time this episode airs me and julie would have been special guests together like five times i believe for different shows so that's so fun and it's always really comforting to have her too like in new spaces or for new bigger shows or things like that Mm -hmm. um but switch and play was so good like everyone was just so excited so welcoming and so eager and so I'd never felt that welcome in a new space like that ever, ever, ever. But they were just all, everyone was incredible. It was so good. Yeah, they're really show. sweet. So I'm glad yeah. you had a good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I always get a little scared when I do that brain number where it kind of explodes onto the stage. Oh my um, God. But it, yeah, it's like a prosthetic brain that I make kind of like a few days in advance. And then I fill it up with blood. And then by the end of the number, I kind of pull it apart open. And it just kind of like bait, like showers me in blood. Um, but that one, it was kind of leaking before. So if you watch the video, I'm quite literally drowning in blood as it's like, you can see me like it's in my mouth. It's in my eyes. It's in my throat. Like I am drowning in that blood. <laughs> so I ripped it open a little earlier, but it was, yeah. Such and play was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, y- you had a very busy Halloween. I know. Yes, for it was my, my pride month. Including um, Underworld. Yes. Hosted by your top two competitor, yes. of Art Star, yes. yes. Um I I know the general idea of Underworld is like there's characters leading mm-hmm. you to the the hells of the earth. Um yeah. what was it like conceiving of the character in the performance? It that was honestly just one of the biggest productions that I've been in because of the way they wrote it. They said send me your concepts like two weeks in advance or at least if you don't have a character what their 
deal is. So I said at that time, I was like, I'm not sure who I'm going to be, but I want someone that's vengeful because she's been wronged. Um, So I ended up picking Medusa for that one. Um, And I wanted to do like a heartbroken number where she has so much wrath because she's been hurt kind of thing. Um, And I wanted to stray away from like the headpiece with like the millions of snakes coming out. So Renacio made me this beautiful like cobra kind of shoulder piece that I wore. Um, And I did a thing where I revealed like a neck slit and then it bled on stage, like something like that. Um, And I made a whole visual for it too. But the way Tyresis did it was so well done. The production was crazy. Like they had lights cue coded in for everyone's songs. um, And they wrote it so that there was a storyline and they would kind of have like an intermission between characters where they would kind of narrate how people are being led into the underworld. And it was like a very immersive experience for the whole crowd too. So it was absolutely incredible. Like everything about what they did was so good. It felt like I was, I don't know. It felt like a show, like a show that you would it's in berlin so like they've they've done it a few times it's like a big show oh. but um because i've never heard so of exciting. this yeah yeah it's I, like it's very cool i know they've done a few here um it's like a once in a while type of yeah show? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. maybe like a okay. quarterly show oh, okay yeah, yeah. i see yeah. Um, it's like I an event I, right yeah 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 and they it's like different- they like feed off of the crowd and they're like Mm -hmm. the crowd is like going with you into the underworld too so they would like collect Mm -hmm. screams from the crowd and be like we're almost there like it was just this is such a bad comparison but if if you've ever been on like one of those safari rides at disney where like you're really (laughs) excited and like do you know what i mean and you feel like you're part of it (laughs) daniela's cackling in the back it kind of sounds like sleep no more to me it's like yes yes it's like the adult Mm -hmm. version of how excited you get as a kid when you're like being involved in a show do you know what i mean i was also gonna say sleep no more but you know this works i mean okay actually animal kingdom's my favorite park yeah anyway before sleep no more closes we have our tickets don't worry. oh okay 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 <laughs> um so you got the chance to perform at bushwig which is very exciting because you this is like <laughs> you know you just started and like you're yes. already just <laughs> <is> crazy <laughs> what was that like i didn't get to go this year so i'll live vicariously through <laughs> it was crazy i i truly again like everything that came my way so unexpected d- d- like so shocked but so grateful again, like I said earlier, with everything that came my way this year. So, and that was also the same, I think it was like the day before New York Fashion Week or the day after. Oh, yeah. It was the day after mm. New York Fashion Week. Oh yeah, it was a busy week for you. I that, that was a very, very stressful, busy week. Oh, uh, that but, makes sense. Yeah, so the brain that I made, I did my bursting brain number for that one also. Wasn't it also Bitch Fest finale, like a week prior? Yep, it was a yep. very, very yeah. like draining week where I just didn't know if I, physically could make and do everything I needed to make um because like I said most of my drag is just things that I make beforehand um so I made that bursting brain and actually I was with Daniela we were I was about to go on um I was a little late my dad was there so it was just there's a lot of things that were just very stressful that day and so I go to fill up my brain with blood right and I'm wearing the Renacio dress it's white because I'd washed it from the night before and it immediately starts leaking out of the side of my head because like there was a leak that I just didn't know about. And I, when I tell you, I was so close to just not going on because I was like, I was like flipping out. The dress was like already stained. I was like, I was so nervous. And Daniela was like, you're going to go up there. And she really, like if it wasn't for her, because she would be the hand that I would squeeze like before going on the runway, like before going on this big stage, like 
I just knew it was going to be okay because I was literally squeezing her hand and she was like, you're going to go up there and it's going to be fine. And I was like, okay. Um, so she was exactly when I needed those two days, which were crazy. Like I wouldn't have gotten through those two, two days without her. Um, but yeah, and, that ended up being our, a lot of fun. Our listeners sake, Daniela is your partner. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Also an incredible drag performer. Yes. She's absolutely, when I tell you absolutely incredible, I mean like you need to watch her before you die. That should be on everyone's bucket list is go see Daniela Darling perform. Well, I guess I can die now because that's in the form a few times. Daniela with two L's, darling with two G's. So oh. go go oh. go search for her on Instagram. Oh. Oh. Yeah, there's two G's. There is two G's, yes. Just on her handle though. Okay. <laughs> like, I've never seen it on a poster. Um, we yeah. were both in this shoot, but we were both featured in Miss Lady's um fairy tale shoot with yeah. them. There are probably videos of me crying, um, trying on my outfit. I was going to say the night before the shoot, but it was probably 4 a.m. of that day of the shoot. Oh, my God. Where I'd be like, how does this look? <laughs> and then I would send Martyr videos of <laughs> me trying on my outfit. Oh, that's when we got locked out on the roof. I forgot about that. We got locked out on the roof because we were spray painting all my shit gold. Oh, yes. can I? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you can I was sp- okay, yeah. <laughs> I was sp- spray painted everything gold and then Martyr got us locked on her roof. Um, and then she was like, I need help putting on a bald cap. So I showed up to her apartment at 7 a.m. so that we could both get ready so I could put her bald cap on for her. Um, we were both bald beauties. But that was also one of those things that was so early on that I was even gagged to be there, mm. which was crazy. Yeah. I really what wanted to hold Deb's toad so bad. I was Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah. oh Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just gold and baby eating, which is so Xanahoria, the baby, the baby. Uh... <laughs> no, that, that's like your future career, I think. Baby. For eating. those of you that actually probably don't know, uh, I would leave little plastic babies around oh, yeah. everywhere my first few months of drag. Um, I think I was at Mother Madeline's competition. It was a finale, and Sasha Valor, uh, Victoria Black were judging. And I did put babies on the table. And then Victoria comes up to me um, at Legacy because I tattooed uh, Titans on her ass cheek um, at Legacy. So Victoria comes up to me and goes, so you're the baby culprit. And I was like, well, yes. And then at Nightgowns, I ran into Sasha and she was like, that was you. I was like, yes, it was me. <laughs> yeah, a typical so. Brooklyn man giving everyone babies and not, not fucking paying child support after the fact. Who's you're, not you're, paying child um, support? You're a monster. I where are my Ooh. where are my bills being paid, Eva? I have Not so many yours. in my home still. You can handle it. <laughs> um, and now, Xana uh, gave Brooklyn so many babies; they are used as drink tickets at um, Purgatory. Purgatory. Uh, people find them in their laundry. Yeah. I keep getting baby pictures. I haven't done this in months, and I keep getting pictures of people finding babies. That's really funny. <laughs> I had a baby. Oh yeah. Yeah, you gave me one. Oh yeah, I might, have, <laughs> I might have given it to you then. Yes. Yeah. And what made you stop? I ran out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the answer. I, was like, <laughs> yeah, I ran out. You should bring it back. I need to get more. Yeah, no, get don't more. bring it back. I was no, no, no. I'll you make should my have your, like, You should have a yeah. You should have like a number where you just throw it at the audience. I did put them in a pinata one time. Oh my god. Yeah. You did. I love that. You did. I remember <laughs> that. I was there for that. Yeah, the candy was good. Uh, yeah, Mexican candy is always good. Are you kidding me? Oh yes! Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Everything Mexican is good. Mexican drag, yeah. Mexican candy, Mexican food, True. Mexico, Mexican women. <laughs> but yes, she's Colombian. <laughs> said she's Colombian. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, um, on that note, 
And on that note, we'll take our last little break. Okay. And I'm going to bully Xana live on air. Goodbye, kids. <laughs> <laughs> wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Flying. And we're back. We're back. It is Miley's favorite question. Caitlin's. Honestly, I feel like we can expand this question because I feel like it could go to a lot of shows. <laughs> but you can ask it. Yeah. Uh Xana. Uh-oh. Do you ever want to be on Drag Race? Dragula? Camp Wanna Kiki? Squid Game the Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um Survivor. All the Ooh. all the makeup shows. Oh, Ink Master, obviously. Ooh. After hearing what Ink Master was like from Mystical Mike, the or way they would sure. do the judging and have you stand there for like eight hours and they make it yeah. seem like it's ten minutes of they do that on druggers too. Yeah. And then they yeah. make it like Mystical Mike was like everyone was so irritated and then they only used the part where everyone was irritated yeah, of course. after standing yeah. for eight hours. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Don't think I would want to go on Ink Master. Um no. Yeah, also half the judges aren't tattoo artists. They're like singers. So, Oh, well, now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the host is also a singer, not a tattoo artist. Um, Well, well, yeah. Yeah. They're like, because I am the client that gets the tattoos. I'm like, okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I would want to do Dragula. That's my thing. Like, I I really do want to do that one. So, yeah. I mean, probably by next year, it'll be on. (laughs) (laughs) We're I'm sure I'll our... I'm sure I'll help you edit your tape. Oh my god. <laughs> We're looking at our next Dragula Super Monster. Yeah, you're gonna win. <laughs> Super Monster. Yeah. Grr. Um Grr. hopefully we're on the same season so I can kick your ass. Uh, right. Or vice versa. Live in person. Live in person. <laughs> so just Dragula? Is that yeah? Okay. I I could see I actually... you on Camp Wanakiki though. Seen that show in a good way. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that show. I also no have not has. seen really. I really just haven't seen Drag Race. I've watched a few episodes here and there. Oh, but that's right. I forgot. You now that now that our, now that my friends are on it, I need to watch it though. But yeah. um, yeah, I we, do. We can tell time... you what seasons to watch. Yeah, because okay. there's a Let's lot of that. Drag Race. Let's do that. Um, we would tell you only the good seasons, two okay. through six. End of list. <laughs> no, it. I would say like six. I guess nine. Two. No, you have to watch two. Two is great. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I would say okay. all stars too. We can do this off the podcast though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, that way I'll write them down. So you're doing Banshee. Yes. With all the Dragula ladies. Yes. Isn't that in January? Yes, I'm so, so it'll excited. Have, it'll have happened by the time this episode. So I yeah, think you're so, so excited yet, to perform. But. <laughs> It hasn't happened by the time we're recording, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) I'm really excited about that. What is that show exactly? Banshee is, like, basically a little collective of Madeline, Vander Von Odd, Eva Destruction, Louisiana Purchase. um, And they do, like, a live stream show. So it's usually just the four of them. And lots of fun. They do it, like, wherever each person is, like, from obviously a live stream show but now they're doing live ones so they did one in Salem and then they're kind of touring so they are touring which is really crazy so 
it's January 27th and 28th. So it's two shows and me and Julie J are the special guests um, for that one. So I'm, I'm so, so excited because I've literally said like Dracula was my hyper fixation when I was studying for finals literally last year. So, and I haven't met any other girls, obviously, except Madeline, who is a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so I know all of them. So that's like, I haven't met any of them. (laughs) Oh, they're going to eat you up. They're going to love you. They're all, everyone on, everyone in this cast is very, very kind and very sweet. Jane texted me the other day, said, Louisiana just told me that she can't wait to meet you. And I was like, are you, like, there's no, it's so surreal in my head because I'm such a fangirl. I literally have a Vandervanod poster on its way to me in the mail. Aw, I love so. Get Vander to sign it. Yeah, Be get Vander to sign it. I'm kidding. It's not creepy. Oh, you should. But, no, yeah, you I, should, I literally will. I'll be like, ah, sorry, yeah, this has been it. sitting in my room, but now that we're here, can you please? No, yeah. yeah, I'm still gagged that I was booked for that. That's really crazy. Proud of you. Um, I'm proud of you no matter what you do. I'm proud of you no matter what. Uh, low fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat both your asses and Daniela's. Because <laughs> you've been saying that for the past year, so I'm waiting. I have to. Uh, the element of surprise is on my side. Uh-huh. That's you true. Because you're never freaking here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm not gonna tell you what next time I show up in um, Brooklyn. And I have your location mm-hmm. down, Diva. <laughs> you do. You have my location. Um. So you've done a lot in a short amount of time. What is the best advice you've been given about doing drag? The people that have told me to like keep doing it, honestly, to just keep doing it is the most helpful thing I've learned because it did take me a good like three months before I got booked for anything. And that being in that limbo of like, you know, being three months in and like doing it all like so often kind of is discouraging a little bit. And also just I'm really hard on myself. So I being unable to watch myself perform because I cringe so bad or like things like that. I'm like, despite not knowing how to move or despite like being insecure about how I perform or things like that, that I don't like about myself. If you just keep doing it, that truly has helped me a lot to be like, okay, at least, at least I'm booked for this thing. So that means that people that are there might want to watch me because I was booked for a set thing or like, at least the people that booked me want to see me because they're having me. So like, that's something that Daniela said, like there is some merit in like people going to these events that they know you'll be at. So if you don't feel confident about what you're doing, at least there's people there that, despite what you may think about yourself, might want to see you. So like that was really helpful for me to be like, I may be, I may be on the verge of quitting or I may be really insecure about like X, Y, Z, how I move, how I perform. And I may feel defeated, but I know that there is some merit to people wanting to see what I have to bring. So, yeah. I love therapy for you. (laughs) Because I would not have gotten that answer a month ago. <laughs> Calling you out. That That's something that Daniela quite literally tells me that like every night Good. that I perform. I'll be like, she's like, how do you feel? I'll be like, not great. Or like, I don't think that went well. And she'll be like, no matter what I say, no matter if like I say that that was the best thing you've ever done. That was a performance you've ever done. Like she'll tell me things like that. that I'm like, objectively, I guess you're right. And so things like that that are just might be true are very helpful to hear. So. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep doing it. Just keep doing drag. Yeah. And speaking of that. Good advice. My favorite times. Uh-oh. My favorite question. I'm not very curious about what you're going to say, actually, because I don't know what shit you've seen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the answer yet. Um. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask it and you can think about it. Okay. okay, um, okay. Mix Santa. Mix yes. art star. If you're nasty. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> can you think of a tantalizing tale of um, scandal, stuff that's happened in nightlife that's shocked you, something you heard about, something you witnessed, something you mythicized? What do you have for us? Um, I did Sterling's subway show which was mm. also very fun sterling told subway show she's incredible but i decided to bring a bag of worms to that because i was doing like a mezcal number um and so i put little worms in a jar of mezcal which is just water um and drank the worms but i didn't get to feed worms to julie and basically the entire cast that was willing to eat a worm on it's on video yeah and then i went to be cute right after so chata had me for be cute which also i'm eternally grateful for and then Charlene was like, something smells weird. And I just smelled like worms for the whole night. So it's not Wait, too they crazy, were but... real worms? Like yeah, like real. Worms? Where'd you get them? No, like little little meal worms. Yeah. Oh, gross. Pet store. <laughs> I was going to say, pet knowing Xana, um, um, so... you might have dug them up. Like... Yeah, exactly. I, found them I just ate them like a snack. But um, they were actually not bad. Like I kept kind of eating them. But I showed up to the pet store in drag and I said they're from my lizard. And the lady was the kind of lizard. I said, Don't worry about it. Because it obviously was not from a <laughs> pet lizard. She's like, What kind of lizard do you have? I want to make sure they're the right worms. I said, Don't worry about it. These are perfect. Thank you so much. But yes, so now my current brain prosthetic does smell like worms because I put worms oh, on that brain. Did you lose any of them? No, they're all dry, so like it's fine. Oh, they're like oh, they're dead, dead already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah better. so it wasn't too bad but everyone okay. ate a little bit of worms that i fed them yeah sure. nothing crazy but a little fun i mean it was halloween fun little moment oh it's halloween yeah it was the, the halloween train show so yeah. i was like who wants worms who wants, yeah. worms who wants worms my favorite was actually charlene being like it's it smells like worms and i was like damn it i didn't know she knew what worms smelled like well i pulled out the bag of worms she's like oh that's what it is and i was like yes, uh, i'm so I sorry no you weren't <laughs> I was a little sorry. I did feel a little bad because, yeah, it was such a good cast. And then Charlene's me, been so through worse. Like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you're fine. I was like, little, little me is making the entirety of Come On Everybody smell like worms. So, what do they smell like? Bad. They just smell like bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to. Play. I feel like they just smell like skin, right? What if they yeah. like smell like dirt or something? I don't know. No, it smelled like gross, like fishy. Ew. Yeah. Ew. How many worms did you get? So many. It was a full bag of worms. It's like a big, big big bag of worms whoa and i just poured it everywhere yeah. lots of fun mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. okay or or it could be question. actually wait okay um maybe at nightgowns when i did a fun little makeup and then i went backstage and sasha said let me look at this mug and then i realized after she got real close to me that i wasn't wearing a lash <laughs> so i was really humiliated not every look needs lash Hot that take. look Ooh. needed a lash. That look needed a lash. Don't tell that to the bullies. Um, if you're listening for drag advice and you hear Martyr say, "Not every look needs a lash," she's don't lying. Take her advice. Yeah, she's, she's lying. a liar. Yeah. Anyway, gonna continue. lose drag. She comes to my fucking dress. Xana, <laughs> where do you see your drag in the future, and where do you want to take your drag in the future? I actually do like this question because. Not to be annoying, but it, it's always been very, 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 very hard for me to have any future goals like that or to be able to look that far into the future. But I feel like now I'm at a point for the first time in a long time where I can do that. So that's scary, but also very good because it makes me very excited about what is to come. 
And so looking back on this year and then looking forward, I would like to send in an audition tape for Dragula. That's more of the near future. But in some form of my future, I would like to be on that show. Um, And then I would like to have a big platform. Another reason why I, I do keep doing drag is because like a Mexican alt performer, um, non-binary performer, I guess also like I'm a like they she still questioning my gender a little bit, but just like as the type of performer that I am, I would like to have a platform to then kind of make drag accessible for other like Mexican performers that are maybe interested or things like that and make it just as welcoming as it was for me. I would like to provide some sort of space for other people that also want to start drag to be able to do that. And I also want to find a way to make makeup less scary and intimidating because there's so many products out there and so many different ways to use them. So in some form, however that may look, I want to find a way to make makeup less scary for like first time performers or people that are interested in performing. So it's just some like loose goals that I have, but that I am excited about. I feel like you could teach like makeup classes or something too. Yeah, something like that. Like if I could even just not even start a makeup line, but just have some products that are like, this is a good starting thing that you can own. That's like good quality, but somehow cheap. Lots of funding would have to go into it, but I would be willing to do that just so people have access to easy makeup and like a way to use it. So if everything is just found in one place, that would make things so much easier for people, I think. And that you don't have to like go to a million different places to try a million different things that might work for some people and not you. I don't know. Just to find a way to make it less scary because performing is scary for me, but there's like open sets that make that accessible. So if there was a way to do that for makeup, I think I would like to look into that a little bit. Yeah. You're going to make all that money. (laughs) (laughs) Or lose money. If well, I, um, I don't know. Makeup... If I make it cheap and accessible, mm. which is fine. If that, but you know if what it's I mean? cheap and like... accessible, more people are going to buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Elf. I don't know. <laughs> well, Elf is now expensive. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. They started off really cheap, though, but yeah. now it's expensive for what it is. For what it is. And on that note, um, Zana, thank you so much for joining yeah. us, for wigging out. Our number one me. listener. <laughs> yes. I know our number one listener. Can't. Are you gonna listen to yourself? That's the real question. No. That's well, uh, but I can't like miss episodes. So I'm like, do I have? I don't. I don't listen to us either. So it's fine. I have to listen to us when we. Well, now, it. now I'm gonna start yeah, listening. I haven't so listened weird. to an episode that we've done in like years. <laughs> I can't watch myself, let alone listen to myself. That's so make annoying. Daniela listen to it. Yeah, it's gonna come out and like, give you a recap. Daniela will listen to it. And yeah, I think she can give you like yeah. cliff notes. <laughs> yeah. Be like, of what you uh, said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, less squealing, um, less giggling. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Screaming. Um, <laughs> where can the kids find you on Instagram? Or online, yeah. excuse me. Online. You can find me at, at Zanahoria, X A N A W H O R I A. And that's on all platforms. Yes, that's all platforms. Yay. I love you dearly, my my little drag niece. I love you so much, my drag aunt. Aunt. A-N-T. 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 A drag aunt. Oh, I should do an aunt look. Anyways, besides the point. Um well, thank you again. I was Mark Tier. Thank you for having me. I was Sue Tepper. 
And this was what it all um bye. So excited. Bye. Bye. I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. (laughs) 